Creepers, it's me. That's right. Your buddy, your pal, your friend, Johnny Townsend. And with me, as always, is my other buddy, my other pal, my other friend, Chris Chavez. Near me? And that's him. And this, of course, is a brand new episode of That's Odd. That's Odd. <laughs> just he's going to talk like that the entire time. I'm a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> Polly want a cracker. Oh, man. How's it going, dude? It's going pretty well. What about you? I'm uh, doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. It's been. Uh, I felt like I felt like I was almost a, like giving uh, off uh, an accusatory tone there. <laughs> what about you? How are you feeling? God, what are you asking me about my day for? Yeah, get off my back. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to tell you my feelings. Yeah, I want to keep them to myself. Oh uh, no, I'm doing good, man. Anytime we're doing history creeps or that side, I'm always like down. I'm, I'm ha- not down like like sad. I'm down to do it. I'm happy. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, same here. Same here. It puts a little pep in the step. Heck yeah, dude. It's one of my favorite shows to do. It's actually our uh, our flagship show of the network, so proud to be on it, that's for sure. Yeah. That's mind-blowing to me. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm because on- I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that I'm a babbling idiot. I mean, <laughs> I've made that very clear on many occasions. I don't know, man. I think our ratings would go down if you left the show. That's no joke. I don't know. That's no joke. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the other way around, which I know it is because you're the one who can produce it. <laughs> oh, man. I have no skills. All right. Uh, but uh, as as the people know, as the creepers know, Chris, yeah. uh, every that's odd, we try to come up with uh, like a theme yeah. to it. Yeah. And we got one this week, and the theme is like really weird, strange disappearances. Yes. Creepy uh horrific I'm trying to think of other other adjectives strange creepy uh, yeah creepy uh, did we say creepy did we say unexplained there we go all right uh, and of course in the history of the world there's all kinds of uh of examples of this yeah. but we're we're each brought one but before we get to that chris yes we got some uh house cleaning to do yes last episode or the one before that now to be honest with you i can't remember which uh, I think it was last episode. We were supposed – I put up a poll uh, in which I asked Creepers to uh, to go ahead and vote whether or not they would spend the night in the Amityville house alone or spend a night all alone in the Velisca Axe murder house. Uh, and we were supposed to read it on the last episode, the results of that, and whoever wanted to comment on it, and I forgot to. So we're doing it on this episode. Uh, so yeah, that was the poll I put up. If you didn't get it, uh, get to see it, it was on our Facebook page. Check out Facebook page, uh, History Creeps. Um, gonna be doing this more often. I want to have some more interaction with the creepers and see what they have to say on some of these things, some of the topics we covered, some of their thoughts. So the first one I did was, would you rather spend the night alone in uh, Amityville House or Velisca Axe Murder House? I have to be honest with you, I was surprised. Uh, Fourteen people voted, and it was dead even, fifty-fifty. Yeah, that is kind of shocking to me because uh, my answer would be neither. Yeah, it's uh, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to stay at either one of those. Uh, and it tells me I can tell you who who voted what too. Is is this is that allowed or should it be like a democracy? No, no, no. I think it should be democracy. Where, where, where they're both Let's not just call people out. Protected. Yeah. If they made if they made comments underneath, because I think some people did. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. those are public comments. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Fifty uh, fifty on the houses. We had a a message, uh, a comment from uh, Wes Hugmeyer. He said, "Hey guys, I think Velisca Axe Murder House would be creepy as all hell." Uh, and he had two people like that. Timmy Max said, "That's a tough call. 
I picked possible demons over bloody murder, but either way, I doubt I'm sleeping. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Michael Thompson down under said, I know Amityville was a scene of a terrible murder, but that has o- that was overshadowed by a clearly bogus ghost story that makes the place seem a little boring. And then Andrew Cohen said, I would sleep soundly in either location. <laughs> so uh, I throw it to you, Johnny. If you had to pick either one, which one are you spending the night in? Am I forced? Yes, to? you have to. There's no question. Okay. You have to do it, and it's all by yourself. There's no power in either of them, and it's in the middle oh, of man. a raging thunderstorm. Of course it is. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Lightning flashing. Yeah, and my phone's not working. Right, right. No phone. You have no phone, uh, no internet access, no television, no radio. Oh, man. It's literally I, you and the sounds of the storm in the house around you. I don't want to be at either location, <laughs> but if I am forced, it's, I guess, Amityville. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's both areas have tragic things that happen. Yeah. But one had less people, I guess, <laughs> they were, whose lives were tragically ended. But everybody knows about their daughter. I mean, let's yeah. be real. Uh, who got away with it scot-free. So uh, I guess that one. Yeah. I would go with you. I, would, I wouldn't I would mind staying in the, in the uh, Amityville house at all, to be honest with you. Velisca no, axe murder even... sounds weird. You know what? I'm getting Amityville mixed up with another one. Amityville's where the guy killed all his family. Oh, so yeah. That's he shot them all. Bad. He shot them yeah, all so the that's, entire that's family. That's worse. I don't know. I don't during want to stay a, either During one. a raging thunderstorm as well, if yeah. you remember. Apparently, I want to stay at the Lizzie Borden place. That's what I was thinking for some reason. <laughs> So uh, uh, so I'll stay there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, screw these ones. I'll take the third house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to do this a little bit more often. It was kind of it's, it's kind of fun to get interaction to see what people think. Uh, so so keep an eye out. If you haven't already, make sure you follow us on on uh, Facebook History Creeps. We post our newest episodes uh, just to kind of alert you if your phone doesn't alert you when there's a new episode and little things like this, a little more interaction. Right. Yeah. We like that. We like to have fun for sure. We're. Fun creepers. <laughs> That's right. If you're going to be a creeper, at least be fun about it. I mean, you know, exactly. That's right. All so, uh, our so back to the show. Uh, strange, odd, creepy, disturbing disappearances. Chris. Yes. And we each brought one to the table. Yes. Uh, they're both from. Uh, there's an article on cracked.com, which would be a great website. I actually like the website a lot, except for the fact that if you're looking at it through a mobile device, they break up the article every goodness t- paragraph it feels with an ad, and it's beyond annoying. Uh, however, it has a good article in here, and you pointed this one out to me. And it, the article is called, I'm trying to scroll up here to the top, going through all these ads, The Five Creepiest Disappearances That Nobody Can Explain. Yep. So me and you each picked one off this list. We made sure they were different from each other. Yep. Uh, I didn't did not read about yours, uh, though I'm fairly certain I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. And you didn't read about mine, though you think you've heard of it as well. Right. So uh, let's get into it. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. Okay, good because I'm still trying to scroll and find mine. Again. <laughs> All, All right. right, mine is uh mine is the the strange uh disappearance of Ray Frank. Grikar? Grikar. However you'd like to say it. Grikar, Grikar. So we're just going to call him Ray. Ray was born in Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) Grew up in the city's Collingwood area. Uh, He attended high school there, prestigious Catholic school. Uh, Went and attended University of Dayton. 
and where he became interested in studying law after working as an intern uh, for a prosecutor's office. In 1980, he moved to State College in Pennsylvania, met his wife uh, when his wife took a job there. Uh, He opted to be a stay-at-home dad, but but before he became... uh, before the Center County District Attorney David E. Grine offered Greikar an assistant position, which he accepted. So he goes to work for uh, as an assistant district attorney in the 80s. In 1985, the in- incumbent district attorney, Robert Mix, uh, chose not to run for re-election, and Greikar ran for the open position, so he won and becomes district attorney for that area. Um, nothing weird about that, right? I mean, no. people are district attorneys. The people have done that before. He was known. Right. He, yeah. he was known for being kind of a hard ass, though. Like he, he, he. Uh, there was. Oh, he's a regular Johnny Townsend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was uh, apparently there was things that he uh, helped in doing it during his tenure. He prosecuted the perpetrator of the 1996 Hetzel Union Building shooting. I don't know much about that, uh, so I'm not. I, I couldn't be like, oh, it was that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. But here's one for you. Uh, his name came out later on because in 1998, uh, this came out after the fact. It was We looked back and said, oh, in 1998, Greikar was a part of this thing. You ready for this? 1998, he declined to press charges against longtime Penn State assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky following allegations of sexual abuse. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. 13 years yeah. later, Sandusky was charged and convicted of multiple counts of ch- child sexual abuse. And that's when Greikar's name came up. It was realized like that, hey, he had been investigated. This had happened before and they had never done a thing about it. Right. I think and I could be wrong on this, but I think the reason that he didn't go any further with it was they didn't have any like it was all right. None, they didn't have any hardcore evidence. Right. And they, and he felt they would lose if they tried. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in 2004, he announced that he would not run for re-election and would retire from practicing law altogether in December of 2005, shortly after his 60th birthday. So uh, that's basically kind of like his career. Okay. Uh, a little bit about his personal life. He met his uh, his wife Barbara Gray during his undergraduate study at the University of Dayton. She moved to Cleveland with him after they graduated, and they married in 1969. Uh, he has an adopted baby girl. He divorced uh, Barbara in '91, married again in '96, and divorced in 2001. Uh, around 2002, 2003, he started dating this woman, uh, Patty Fornicola. Moved in with her. Uh, she was an employee of the uh, Center County District Attorney's Office, um, and he he was living with her at the time uh, at his at her childhood home at the time of his disappearance. Um, here's another weird thing too, a, a weird thing in his personal life. His bro- older brother Roy, so Ray, older brother Ray's older brother Roy, disappeared from his Westchester, Ohio home in 1996. His body was found a week later in the Great Miami River, and his death was ruled a suicide. So that's a weird thing, too, when we find out, I mean, because this guy ends up missing as well, right? Right. So here's, the, here's what happens with Ray. <clears throat> At 11.30 a.m. on April 15, 2005, he calls his girlfriend to inform her that he's driving through the Brush Valley area northeast of Center Hall, just driving in the countryside, and that he was going to be home a little bit later. And he didn't return home. Just out of nowhere, he calls her, says, I'm going for a drive in the countryside. I'll be home later. He doesn't return home. And late that evening, his girlfriend reports him missing. 
The following day, investigators identified his car, a red Mini Cooper, in an antique store parking lot in Lewisburg. The car contained his county-issued cell phone, but not his laptop, his keys, or wallet. Investigators identified no signs of foul play. Police and family members noted that the location of the vehicle, adjacent to the two bridges over the uh, Susquehanna River, bore more similarities to the location of the vehicle of his older brother Roy when he committed suicide in 1996. Uh, in the days following the discovery of his vehicle, authorities searched the river and its banks but found no sign of him. Police also noted that a sniffer dog's behavior around where uh, his car was found suggested that he might have gotten into another car with someone else. Pennsylvania authorities asked the FBI to analyze his bank accounts, credit card records, and cell phone records, but found no clues as to where he may have been. On July 30th, almost a, f uh, a few months later, fishermen discovered his county-issued laptop in the Susquehanna River beneath a bridge between Lewisburg and Milton, but its hard drive was missing. Divers searched the area of the river near where it was found over the next several days but found nothing else. Two months later, someone recovered a hard drive on the banks of the Susquehanna River about 100 yards from the location of the laptop, and investigators hypothesized that it had come from his computer. However, it was badly damaged. Uh, damaged. An analysis by the FBI, the Secret Service, and data recovery firm Kroll OnTrack failed to recover anything from it. In April of 2009, so now we're going years later, uh, Belafonte police revealed that before Greikar's disappearance, someone had used the home computer at the couple's residence to perform internet searches on topics such as, quote, how to wreck a hard drive, quote, how to fry a hard drive, and quote, water damage to a notebook computer. So years later, they, they find on the uh, his home computer, the internet searches, that's what's coming up. In June 2011, uh, Ray's daughter, Laura, who was a trustee to his estate, petitioned Center County to declare him dead. County President Judge David E. Grind declared him dead in absentia on July 25, 2011. The following day, police in Utah arrested on a, uh, arrested on a misdemeanor charge. A man, that's a weird way to say that. The following day, police <laughs> in Utah arrested a man on a misdemeanor charge resembling Grykar who refused to reveal his identity. This John Doe resembled him in height, weight, lips, and even wrinkles, and the similarities led them to speculate that he had been found. They sent copies of, uh, uh, Center County authorities sent copies of Greikar's fingertips to Utah, but they didn't match. And so they eventually identified the man as somebody else. So, But that's that's the case. Like He called his girlfriend, said, I'm going for a drive in the countryside, I'll be home, and then he disappears. And you got to remember, though, his name hadn't come up in this Jerry Sandusky thing yet, okay? Right. But he disappeared. Um, there was no reason really given in, in his life to, to cause this. It wasn't like he was fear, fearful for his life, that maybe he had, you know, prosecuted somebody in the past that was coming after him. Uh, it wasn't that he had uh, an, an affair. None of his credit cards were used. His cell phone wasn't used. Uh, they couldn't. They haven't found his keys. He literally just disappeared. And and if you go by what the dogs were telling, you know, telling the police by their, you know, whatever, it seemed that he moved from his car to something else and was gone. There was no trail walking away from the car. Right, yeah. Uh, but the by far the strangest part of this is the whole computer hard drive thing, though. Yep. I mean, it's obvious that something needed, like, that was done on purpose. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wonder. It, so here's the thing. There's three theories as to what have happened to him. The primary yeah. theory is that he committed suicide, just as his brother had done. Um, 
because there were so many different similarities between the two cases. Police working on the case believed this theory to be most likely, although his family did not believe this. Uh, although he was a poor swimmer, he had no medical history of depression or suicidal thoughts. He was also reportedly looking forward to his upcoming retirement. The second theory is foul play. On uh, Early on, it was suggested that his disappearance might be linked to the unsolved death of Assistant U.S. Attorney Jonathan Luna, a drug investigator who was found dead in a Lancaster County Creek in December of 2003. Uh, Ray Greikar had recently been involved in a police operation busting a heroin dealing ring, and the criminals concerned were investigated for any links to his disappearance, but none were found. Uh, suggestions were also made that his decision to decline to prosecute ten, uh, Penn State football coach Jerry Sandusky for alleged sexual assault of a minor might be linked to his disappearance. Um, his own family came under suspicion. Both his girlfriend and his stepdaughter were forced to take polygraph tests by the police, which they both passed. A senior former member of Hell's Angels claimed in 2012 that Ray was killed by another member of the gang as payback for having previously given him a lengthy prison sentence for aggravated assault. He stated that the body was hidden in a mine shaft, but to declined to give a specific location. Uh, and the third theory is that he wished to start a new life, therefore engineered his own disappearance. He allegedly expressed interest in the case of a Cleveland police chief who had disappeared in order to start a new life. Multiple sightings of Grycar were reported after his disappearance, most notably in a bar in, Wilk, uh, in Wilkes Bar, where both the bartender and an off-duty police officer claimed to have seen him watching a baseball game. And I believe there was a friend of his or somebody that he worked with that said something along the lines of that uh, that case of that off-duty police officer that had you know disappeared and started off his his new game uh, a new life. Um, he made a comment to a friend or, or, or a son-in-law or something that wouldn't it be, it, it would be kind of easy to, to disappear and start a new life to which I say, how is that possible? Right. In this day and age, I feel like that's almost impossible anymore. Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot tougher now, I would assume, but yeah. oh, people yeah. still try to do it. I know. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. What do you think? Like, I, what do you think? Honestly, I think he he killed himself because if his yep. if his brother had it in him, then that then that means it's in the genetics. And if it's yeah, in the genetics, yeah, and a lot of times, yeah. yeah, and a lot of times the family doesn't want to believe that, which is understandable, right? And especially if he knew about the whole Jerry Sandusky thing and then decided not yeah. to, and like you said, maybe because he felt like he didn't have enough, but maybe that was to, enough for him to push him over the edge. Uh, no pun right. intended. Uh, the fact that, you know, he just couldn't get enough and, and he knew somebody was getting away with doing this to children. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also depression is, is such a horrible thing. Yeah. But uh, you don't always know who has it. Some people hide it very well. Oh, look at everybody. dude! Look at Robin Williams. I mean, I know a lot yeah. of his close family and friends knew about it, but there were a lot of people who knew him pretty well that had no clue. They were blindsided. Right. And I mean, even I mean, a lot of times too, when somebody's dealing with some sort of mental issue, they'll hide it from people they're closest to. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, so I mean, it's just because they didn't show any signs didn't, does not mean they were not affected by it. Oh, trust me, I know. I work in the mental health field, so it's definitely something. Yeah. You know, you it's 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 a crazy thing. Depression, you never ever really know. Uh, and then we've said on the show many times. You know, if you ever feel that way, there's there's suicide hotlines and there's places to reach out to. Uh, but it's 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 a real thing. Like, don't ever ever think you know how people are dealing with things because you just never ever really know. 
Right. That's exactly true. Just like I never want to know what people think of me. <laughs> I am uh... <laughs> telling you, dude. I am telling you. We could we could test it. You can decide not to do history creeps <laughs> for like a month, and I'll just do it, and we can watch those numbers go straight down. Well, it's like somebody, you know, you always get this question, like, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> and, like, I would never want Professor X's power. Oh, I just no don't, way. I just don't want to know people's deepest, darkest thoughts. I do not want to know. Would you want to have it, though, to help people in terms of, like, th- like things like this, these disappearances? Oh, yeah. You can't, you, there's no answer for. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. There's, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know this with your field, you know, and a lot of therapists, I bet, know this, too. Uh there's good and bad with it. I mean, all the good you can do is the reason why you would get into it, but yeah. there's so much bad because you're going to get dragged down by all this stuff. Yeah, it's true. Too, on top of that, uh, you know, and there's just going to be times where you can't help even when you want to. Yeah. Uh, and there's plenty of uh, people who deal with that every day at their jobs. Yeah, so. it's crazy. I mean, I, I'm hoping that for, for Ray it wasn't suicide, but I feel like if it was the yeah. brother and the signs all seem to point this way and there's a lot of yeah. other things, at some point there's going to be a body turn up somewhere, you know. He still yeah, hasn't has been found, a, by the way, yeah. yeah. If there hasn't been already, they just didn't identify it. Who knows? Uh, but, yeah. And, and another really side, a side thought before I get to mine, there's been many, many instances where somebody in jail has claimed that they either killed the person or knows who killed the person. Yeah. And that that person's body, the reason you can't find it is because it was thrown down a mine shaft. Yeah. Happens all the time. I think Jimmy Hoffa is one of the places he's supposedly at is down a mine shaft. Yeah. So that or like buried under home base at whatever yeah, field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's one of those things. Yeah. So who do you who do you have for us today? I'm bringing up to the plate uh, Louis Le Prince. <laughs> and now uh, he was uh, the 19th century inventor, and he specialized in cameras, and he was really actually far ahead of his time. And he created the world's first true moving picture. Of course, when we think of the moving picture, his name might not be the one we think of first. So why is that? Uh, well, it's probably because he he vanished, Chris. What? And it, but his he vanished. He disappeared. But what's even more wild is how and where he disappeared. Let's hear it. In 1890, Le Prince was traveling to America to get patents and show off his newest wonderful toys. Uh, you can actually go to, um, it's a great web series. It's called uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved. I believe it's what it's called. Uh-huh. And it's on YouTube. It's very, very good. And they have an episode on this. Highly recommend it. It's, it's fascinating. But uh, So uh, he's going to get new patents because he had, from my understanding, he had the patents where he was at. But in America... Uh, he, you needed to go to the actual America to get the patents from there too. Oh wow! Yeah, so for it to matter in America, <laughs> so that made it a lot easier for like, let's say I am here in America and I know somebody in uh, in Europe is making something, and I just make it first, and yep. I can get even though I'm just stealing all their stuff, <laughs> and I can just get the patent here, and then his doesn't exist because of <laughs> me because I stole it, which that may I may have uh, hinted there at something that's about to happen. Ooh. Okay, so uh, he he goes to France. Uh, he checks his baggage and boards a train bound for Paris. He retired to his cabin, and that was the last time he was seen. He disappears from a train, Chris. Wait, on the train? Yeah, he gets in a cabin, and what? he's not seen anymore. It gets stranger, 
No passengers reported seeing anything suspicious. There were no noises from his cabin. All the windows were tightly closed. Yet, when a train pulled into Paris, not only was Le Prince not on the train, but his baggage, which was kept in a separate compartment, was also missing. That had his his devices and stuff, the moving picture devices in it. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, both the train and the railroad were searched uh, thoroughly, but neither the man nor the luggage was ever found. Wow. Uh, some were certain that Le Prince had performed an elaborate suicide by essentially vanishing into thin air, despite being in the middle of a trip to go show off the work he was so proud of. Uh, other Others claimed his family had ordered him to disappear due to financial problems. So here's the other thing. He was in debt pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was pretty badly in debt. Uh, to the point where that's why both these theories come up that he either took his own life or his family kind of said, hey, you need to kind of disappear. From yeah, here. get away from here. Yeah. Uh, another, and another theory is that his brother had murdered him and somehow managed to uh, magic the corpse and luggage combo away. So that's the reason that this article doesn't think that. Well, happened. when it's in the eighteen hundred, I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say when it's in the eighteen hundreds, I can see, like we said, it's harder to disappear today. It's easier to disappear back then. He could have. Did he have a beard? He could have shaved it on the on the you know in the train so that he doesn't look the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? He changes his clothes, yeah. puts on a big heavy coat, maybe puts on a, a hat. So you can't really tell it's him. So he just kind of blends in with the crowd when he leaves. Uh, that's why his bag's not with him. Uh, it's not found either. Yeah. And his brother uh, was one of the last people to see him get on the train. So that's why he became a suspect uh, in a lot of people's eyes. And then, of course, here's everybody's favorite theory. Uh, He was in heavy... He was... No. (laughs) (laughs) Aliens. No, but you're kind of... uh, You're thinking out there, and that's good for this. (laughs) Uh, Leigh Prince was in heavy competition with an American film pioneer. Ooh. this American actively blocked the Frenchman Jewish patents while a prince returned the favor by having the American's camera designs uh, bleed out to French cameraman, uh, cameraman before he could get European patents for them. So they're blocking each other's patents <laughs> in, in their countries. Oh, man. Horrible. Uh, yeah, and who is this person I'm talking about? Oh, none other than Thomas Edison. Oh, get out of here, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? So, yeah, Thomas Edison is widely credited with the first motion moving picture. Right. It's the horse. I think it's the horse running yeah. or something like that. It's very short, but you can find it on YouTube, I, I believe. Uh, so in a sweet for Edison twist of fate, Le Prince's disappearance meant there was no one to hold him back from hogging all the credit for discovering motion pictures. Wow. M- many investigators noticed this, but there, there was absolutely no way to connect Edison to the case. And even if he was behind Le Prince's disappearance somehow, uh, they wouldn't. I mean, they would have no way of knowing. There's no earthly way of knowing. Now, so that's that's why this <laughs> one twice is interesting. Dude. This guy is widely credited by if you're like a film uh, historian. Yeah, he's very important to film, but to like somebody who just kind of has a, a passing, you know. Uh, knowledge of it you may not have even heard of this guy because he just disappears off the off the planet jeez and edison kind of scoops up all the fun yeah and, I was, and then the name edison drops in and my first instinct is man edison was quite the dick 
He really was. He was this like is not the only person did elephants. He was stealing <laughs> yeah. patents and stealing inventions, having people knocked off, possibly. Uh, there's been many a times where he knew of somebody trying to invent something and he would kind of scoop it out from under them. Wow, yeah. dude. Le Prince was not the first person he tried to block patents from. <laughs> I mean, it happened all the time. I guess back then you kind of had to, right? If you wanted to make it, you had to uh, you had to play dirty. I guess Edison thought so. That's insane. Yeah. And we and we teach kids like, oh, he's so great. He did this. <laughs> if you only knew. Well, he gets he gets credited with a lot of stuff. I mean, like, <laughs> he's, like he's probably like in 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 our history books growing up, he's probably America's greatest inventor, or at least one of them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Man, so, that's insane. I mean, the stories dude. though behind a lot of those. That a lot is of those insane, things man, are uh, for yeah. real. That's yeah. crazy. So what happened to Lee Prince? What do you think happened? Wow. Now that you threw Edison in the mix, that's what I'm going with. He had him killed. <laughs> he had him knocked that's off. Lot, it's weird saying fun because somebody lost their life. Oh, God, but, yeah. Uh, of all three of these theories, that's by far the one that's the most interesting. Yeah, because of the ties. The way I, I always find it interesting when there's a big deal, something that happens in history, and you learn about yeah. this, this event, this historical person, and then all of a sudden you find out that there's a tie to someone else completely that you know completely for something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, this one's fascinating to me before. Like I said, go to BuzzFeed Unsolved, and, you, and one of their videos is, is on this guy. Oh, for sure. I'm going to check and they it go, out. And they go really in-depth for it. So highly recommend it. It's very good. That's awesome. Nice, nice, dude. Yeah, those are uh, they're definitely some interesting uh, cases. I'd like to hear from Creepers, as always, when I post this up on the Facebook page. Go ahead and comment underneath and let us know your thoughts. Uh, oh, here's a here's a good one too. Like in your area that you live in, Creepers, uh, what's the strangest, oddest disappearance there? Because every place has one. I got one around here. Oh, and I'm sweet. sure Chris has one near him. I say next. So, I see next. That's odd. We do a local one. Oh, let's do so it. So you yeah. bring a local one. I'll bring a local one. And and you Creepers, if you when you hear this, yeah. uh, comment and we'll, on our Facebook we'll page it. and we'll read those. Yeah. Heck so, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll go local with it. Sounds awesome. Well, that's it for me, man. I'm disappearing. Well, that's me. I'm done, too. <laughs> I'm disappearing. Uh, Chris and I, you'll never hear from us again. Uh, <laughs> Make sure to uh, shut the lights and lock the door on the way out of the clubhouse. That's right. And if you could let our loved ones know that uh, uh, we just went out for a drive in the country. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to buy a farm. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it sounds so in such bad taste, you know. <laughs> It we really just does. talked about that stuff, and we're just like, yeah, we're going to go disappear. Bye. Yeah, it really does. We Good really Lord. should not have went this way. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm us, though. We're creepers, majorly. dude. We're creepers. We're dumb, dumb creepers. Uh, but thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, for Chris Chavez, I'm Johnny Townsend. Stay on. <laughs>